Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Wednesday, July 27th, 2022, and this is day 1590 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you, we praise you, and honor you above all others. There is none like you. Thank you, Lord, for embracing us and comforting us even when we're going through ups and downs that we may have brought up on ourselves. You're still merciful and show us grace and help us to do the same with others, to not be judgmental or put others down or to stereotype or or um, be prejudiced against one another because we're all made in your image. We're all made just like you. Help us to recognize that and to see that and treat each other with the unconditional love as you do with us. I thank you, Father, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Today's message is, Move beyond yourself. Yep. Get out of that comfort zone. (laughs) We need to get outside of what we're so used to doing and the way we're used to doing. It is a paradigm shift. It's time to shift our thinking, to shift our actions, and making sure that they're lining up with God's will for our lives. We're going to be coming out of Mark chapter 2. Verses 13 through 17. Again, Mark chapter 2, verses 13 through 17. And it says, Once again, Jesus went out beside the lake. A large crowd came to him, and he began to teach them. As he walked along, he saw Levi, son of Alphaeus. And Levi is another name for Matthew, okay? Uh, The disciple who wrote the Gospel of Matthew. So Levi, he saw Levi sitting at the tax collector's booth. Now, tax collector, (laughs) that word alone uh, is just brings chills down the spines of those people during those days to the Jews because tax collectors were also Jews and they were not liked at all because of the harm that they brought upon others. Um, it says, uh, in my commentary, I'll just tell you a little bit about a tax collector. Uh, let me go down here. So it says that um, Levi, Matthew, a Jew, worked for the Romans as the area's tax collector, collecting tax taxes from citizens as well as from merchants passing through the town. Tax collectors were expected to take a commission on the taxes they collected. Most of them overcharged and vastly enriched themselves. Tax collectors were despised by the Jews because of their reputation for cheating and their support of Rome. Of Rome. So they were really also looked at as turncoats. They, they were... Um, 
they turn their backs on their own people and begin to take advantage of them and cheating and and almost like what you know the world depicts the mafia as any movies you've seen um and how the people in order to have their businesses had to pay these tax collectors and they took extra extra money for themselves lots of it this is what jesus said he said follow me jesus told him and levi got up and followed him while jesus was having dinner at levi's house many tax collectors and sinners were eating with him and his disciples for uh for there were many who followed him so jesus is hanging out <laughs> at this much hated person by the jews and and all of his other friends who were tax collectors he's eating dinner with them and so were his disciples and and again uh, you know, all of the it says sinners and tax collectors all came to dinner uh, to Levi's house. Interesting, right? And here, uh, many times, you know, we may feel like I don't want to hang out with that person because they don't believe the same way I believe. <laughs> Jesus turns that theory upside down. Here's what he says in verse 16. It says, when the teachers of the law who were Pharisees saw him eating with the sinners and tax collectors, they asked his disciples, why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? On hearing this, Jesus said to them, it is not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. So how on earth do we call them or work with them if we don't associate with them in some capacity, right? Uh, many times we might feel like, oh, it would be so much easier if we just had our own little separate section of the world, of the jobs, of our communities. <laughs> I'm not saying you, but I'm just saying in general, where we didn't have to fraternize with other people that don't believe like us. <laughs> I know there was something that was sent to me on email because on Facebook, because I don't really do Facebook. Uh, I don't have time. And, um, and it said, join groups that are just like you. You know, join with people who are like you, who basically think like you and all that. Now, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but if that's all we do, then that's a problem because we're not able to be where the people are that need the doctor, that need Jesus. And that and that is our goal, right? That is what it's all about. So, you know, in the workplace, it can be, you know, in the market center, wherever we go and associate and connecting with other people, uh, we should always still be cognizant of the fact that, yes, I'm there to meet with you about funding. Yes, I'm, I'm here to meet with you about your child, but also having a keen sense of understanding and knowing that my ultimate goal is to share the love of Jesus with you. And if I don't get to tell you that, I should be exemplifying that right by not judging you, by not putting you down, by not stereotyping you. I should be willing to hear you and then share the love of God with you. Not forcing it up on people, but making sure that our light is still shining no matter what. So that means not getting impatient. That means not um, 
going off on somebody because they went off on you, right? You know, they come at you harsh. <laughs> we need to come back uh, in love. I know, I know it's a challenge, but it can be done through the Lord. We can't do it on our own. <laughs> Point number one, we tend to hang out with people who look like us, think like us, live in the same neighborhoods as us. It's just our natural default button to gravitate that direction. One of my spiritual daughters, um, uh, Ayana, shared a story about her journey as an educator in a small town in the South. She said that she was the only black teacher in the whole district. She was at the grocery store one day and some people came to her and, and said, you're the new teacher. <laughs> well, I wonder how they knew that, right? You're the new teacher in town. And they welcomed her. She said she wanted to also teach youth of color in the urban core, as well as the white youth she was teaching. She says she loves all her students. After so many years of being the only black teacher or one of a few, she realized the work God was doing in her life and in the youth and families she was blessed to teach. God was taking her out of her comfort zone and using her to impact change, as well as giving a quality education to all students, no matter what their race, religion, geographic area, economic status, etc. What mattered to her was doing the will of God and sharing the love of God with all people. She says she finally got it. She came and spoke with our group last week. It was really, really nice. We love it when you all come and speak to our group. <laughs> if God has blessed you with something you want to come and share about your career, about your journey in life, please check with me. Check out our, uh, connect with me on our website and let me know. We would love to have you. But she blessed us and it, and it really made me think about a lot of things uh, about, you know, where God would place me and not kicking against the pricks, but understanding this is where God would have me to be for right now and that I need to give my all no matter what and see what God has given me to do. See, so often all we can see is the negative, right? Uh, and, and God has been really putting this on my heart a lot begin to see the positive, begin to see the good that's in that situation you're in. And not only see it, but now start thanking God for it. Because we can get so consumed by everything negative, right? But God is saying, I want you to pay attention to the good that's happening here because there is some good happening. And start extracting that and thinking on that. And then glorify God for it. Give him gratitude for it. Point number two. How about you? Where is the Lord directing you to serve? That may feel uncomfortable. It's time to yield and be a blessing as God uses you to turn this world upside down. <laughs> Absolutely. It is time. It is time to stop going by what other people say or think as these Pharisees were trying to impose their thoughts on Jesus and their ways of handling things there, you know, and Jesus wasn't having it. He's like, no, 
You know, these are the people that need me. You know, not not those that are pompous and high mighty and think they already have it going on. No, 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 no. You you already certain people already feel that they've arrived. They're righteous. Well, those may not be the people that God direct you to, or it could be. <laughs> you never know. There was this gentleman I met uh, about oh, it must have been maybe three years ago now. And uh, I was uh, working for the Center for Conflict Resolution, which really catapulted me into doing Transition Zone, you know, by being there and being in the schools and seeing what was needed. So while there at the center, and I, and I love that place, we still partner and do work together. Wonderful, wonderful organization on teaching on restorative practices and uh, still doing trainings in that area as well as a contractor for CCR. So there was a, a a young man that was working with youth and he was working with them at the Blueford Library. Uh, and one of the things that he wanted to do, this, this young man um, had gone through uh, life uh, with parents or, or a parent who had addiction issues as he was growing up. He got into lots of trouble growing up, went to prison, uh, or overcame a lot of things and started his own business helping youth. And uh, he, he, I, his name slips me right now, otherwise I would say it, but he was doing a lot of great things in the community at that time, and I'm sure he still is. And he invited us to come and share on uh, conflict resolution um, to do workshops with, the same, with those youth. So I went, I attended, and, and it was really, really great. Uh, but while being there, the greatest part was I met this gentleman there who was uh, someone supporting this young man financially. And we got to chatting. He was white. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a black woman. And uh, first of all, just to give you an idea, the Blueford Library is uh, what I call right in the hood, <laughs> right in the urban core where I love it. I love being in the urban core. Um, so right on 31st and Prospect. And at that time, my church was on 21st and Prospect. And uh, I'd been there for 14 years. So I was very familiar about uh, with the neighborhood. And we did lots of work in the neighborhood, serving the people and loving on the people as they did the same with us. So while being there, and, and I was amazed that this man was here in the community. And, and he, because many times people will say, well, I'll support your organization, but they, they're not necessarily going to come to your events. <clears throat> they may support you financially. Uh, but he said... Um, we were talking. He said, yeah, I I decided I wanted to be here. He said, I want to see what's going on. He said, in my town, in Overland Park, where I live, you know, there's this negative connotation about this area and about the people in the area that, you know, all we see on the news is, you know, black people killing up each other. And, you know, that, that that's how you're depicted and uh, how there's no good in the community. Basically, I'm summing up what he said. And he said, I wanted to come and see for myself. Not only, you know, he said, I love what this young man is doing. And I've got, I'm, I'm here with him. I'm along, I'm coming alongside him. I'm not here as some great white hope, basically, is what he was saying. I'm here to support and be here uh, together uh, in an equal capacity. And he said, what I've seen and the people I've experienced has been wonderful. 
everybody is so nice and so kind. He said, you know, um, the neighborhood is nothing like what it's depicted to be. <laughs> he said, I got, I decided, I just, I just wanted to come. And he said, I want to put my money in places like this because I see that it's working and what you're doing is good. And he said, I, I love coming here and being a part of it. And he said, what I'm doing now is sharing with the people in my community that, that the things that they think or the things that they're seeing is not true. You know, the negative things, he said, that's not true. He said, and and I've experienced nothing but, you know, embracement where people are, you know, welcoming me in with kindness. And he said, and he just sat very comfortably <laughs> with the group, uh, being the only white man in the group and uh, felt very welcomed and everyone welcomed him, you know, and that's what it's about. We need to get outside of ourselves and understand that just because what's depicted on the news or what we see uh, from our, you know, <clears throat> our space where we are feel safe, um, there are places that God will send you and not just out of the country, but right in our own community uh, to be a missionary, to do his will. And it is time to begin to get started. I know God has put this on your heart or he wouldn't have me sharing it with you today. <laughs> what is it that he's put on your heart that's gonna, that, or you're already there and you've been upset about it and God is saying, don't be upset. Recognize the opportunities that are right in your face. Uh-huh, get started. He loves you so much. He's equipped you with everything you need to get going with this. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the very most important first thing I would suggest because it determines where we spend eternity. We're here just temporarily. And, and not only that, it's just having that wonderful relationship with the Lord. And the, the thing is, he doesn't force himself on anybody. It is your choice. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That, my friend, is the ultimate. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website. Oh, before I say that, let me just say this, that please join us for a Bible study tonight. It's called Life Talk, and we'll be chatting about life and the Word of God and how it applies to our lives and what's happening with us right now and, and how do we uh, maneuver in those spaces uh, according to the will of God. All right, don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B, like boy, U-Y-C-K-S, Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please check us out on TZoneKC.org. Learn more about what we're doing in the community with our precious youth, teaching them workforce skills, life skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, and human and sex trafficking awareness. Working with their families, too, has been a joy. Uh, we're 
we're in now in our second session. We'll be done with that second session next Friday. So please check us out. Join us anytime you like. We're at the Multi-Purpose Center from 12 to 4 p.m. Please become a partner and, um, you know, help support this worthwhile endeavor. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day. Fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.